0: Oh yeah, oh. we're back. The music is bad, and you should feel bad.
1: Yeah. Damn,
0: these beats are fresh, yo.
1: Snap. Today we're gonna talk about Prince. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. What? This is where where you'd start rapping. I'm but,
0: a gay fish. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> all right. Since we're not rapping. Oh. Alright, so we're going to talk about Prince and uh, some other music news and stuff that's been going on. Once again,
0: we're talking today about Kanye West, Prince, and uh, Axl Rose being in ACDC, which we're not. Thank you very much. It's a cool yeah. backdrop. Thanks for
1: inviting me, Matt thanks for having me. This is your apartment, so thanks for having me at your apartment uh, and yeah, it is a lovely backdrop. We don't have any uh I, I haven't worked this is actually better scenery than when we record at my place.
0: I don't know about that uh your place is pretty cool
1: yeah, but like video wise it's always uh, everywhere I try to point the camera there's a lot of clutter and cables and crap and so it it, it doesn't totally well, look cool. I mean
0: if we were going out the other way then it would look it would look the same um <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's one person watching us
0: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah so okay well, let's just, we'll just start, let's just start talking about what we're going to talk about anyway yeah, and sure. then uh we'll integrate this stuff as it goes i'm downloading the latest update for periscope fantastic uh, okay so prince uh he's Jamie, dead. Uh, what are you what are your what are, how do you feel about prince
0: okay so i'm i'm not necessarily um uh like all knowing knowing about prince for example everybody knows the connotations of like purple rain and things yeah. like that
1: most people i've met are like casual prince fans and part of the reason, like, uh, we're going to do, like, a double segment podcast, mm-hmm. uh, one with Jamie and one with my other co-hosts. And the one we do with the other one, I played a lot of the – and I'll play you some that I didn't play on that. Some of the, like, deeper cut Prince songs – some of my favorite Prince songs are less known, less big hits. I like the big stuff, too, but, like, Purple Rain and Let's Go Crazy are my two least favorite Prince songs. They're still good songs. Right. They're my least favorite Prince songs. And well, – I mean, I
0: have to be honest. I only know um, Let's Go Crazy – uh, Purple Rain, I've heard maybe three times. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Kiss. Kiss was the first Prince song I ever heard. Kiss is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy Kiss. Uh, I enjoyed playing it at, at <laughs> the open mic that I oh, host. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a crash at all. Crash and burn. All right. Yeah, it was... Uh, it, th- that's all I really know about Prince. You know, I can't remember... All I remember is the whole, like, Prince becoming a symbol thing, and that was, like, the first thing that... Um, that, that, like, hit me of of who Prince was. Hi there! See, that looks much nicer on Periscope.
1: But I don't know if... I think it has the same issue, though, where the chat goes goes sideways. Oh, really? But we'll see. Uh, Nobody's watching anyway, so...
0: Well, that's okay for now, because we're just opening up. So alone. All All by myself. Yeah, that's that's an actual song, as opposed to... All by myself. (sighs) Anyhow, so like right. all, all I knew are the three Prince songs. I didn't know anything about Prince other than the fact that he was a phenomenal musician. Highlights for me for Prince were things where he would always stand in as a musician mm-hmm. and and you know randomly play uh, like solos. For example, there is an incredible performance with Steve Winwood, Tom Petty, George Harrison's son. Don't know his oh, name. Yeah, yeah. Who's a clone of him? Um, doing um, while my guitar gently weeps, and Prince does this solo that. Is, is now become, like, one of my top five solos of all time.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Yeah, I think I saw some people post that when uh, when he passed. When he, pa- when he passed. Um. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's interesting, because, I, yeah, I never, like... Uh, like I, I had a Prince fa- okay so here's here's the funny thing you know, say so,
0: finish that sentence you had a Prince no it's
1: gonna it's, it ties in okay so uh, my <laughs> Prince fa- well, so like I never well, but you know like you, you get into a band or something you get really into them and you like dig yeah. into their stuff and I never had like one specific huge Prince thing but there's a few different little times and it was always like I like that 1999 song you know whatever like different points of time you're like oh that's a pretty cool song whatever uh, so I never like uh, you know I never hugely disliked any of his stuff right? and I liked a lot of it but there was uh, a few things I liked even more but I was never like oh Prince but I he was one of those guys who as time went on I appreciated him more and more because I realized more and more like what stuff he did that was cool that nobody else was doing at the time and he influenced the sound of the 80s a lot and stuff like that Um, but the interesting thing is when I first moved to New York and I started going to karaoke a lot um i needed
0: and i needed
1: songs to do that were accessible because you know i was like i'm not going to just do like the three metal songs they have yeah because a nobody wants to hear them and b they're really hard to sing so i'm like first right. let me take it down a notch stuff that i can consistently sing well and also that people in the karaoke bar will be glad that i'm singing yeah. so i started with david bowie and i did really? a whole bunch of david bowie i'm surprised at you and then after that i did a whole bunch of prints for a while huh so what i'm saying is billy joel and meatloaf should probably go get a checkup at their doctor because there's a bad pattern <laughs> forming of people who i say <laughs> karaoke dying this year so oh somebody's watching us on periscope yeah they've been they've Who's been on periscope out. what's up you know you can you can type stuff at us they're probably not even watching it anyhow
0: mm-hmm. a shout out to busker anyway.
1: and periscope um, So we're talking any- about prince yeah if for now uh, have any we have any, we have questions. separate topics
0: as well that we'd like to to go over and move on to but uh welcome to the your music is bad and you feel bad or you should feel bad
1: your music is bad and you, you should, should feel, feel bad.
0: bad podcast um but yeah so the prince was phenomenal i mean i have a personal prince story as you've Ooh. heard
1: oh yeah oh that's right yes yeah. yes yeah, 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 yeah. yes so i have a yes. i have a
0: prince story and um it, It was really cool meeting him, and... (laughs) (laughs) So, I, um... Fuck you, guy who's not there anymore! (laughs) No, no, he didn't mean that. It doesn't matter, he'll never see it. He might replay it later. Uh, Anyhow, so, um... Yeah, Pr- Prince for me, the first song I ever heard was Kiss, and it was honestly through doing open mic, because someone wanted to do Kiss, and I was like, oh, it's a cool song, I really like it, it's the only Prince song I bloody know, yeah. before I'd even heard Let's Go Crazy or Purple Rain, when I was like, I should probably investigate and listen to other songs other than Kiss. Um, and Let's Go Crazy really kind of fascinates me specifically because it's the bam 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 da 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 da, da but that's not how he played it anymore towards the end of his death with his band. Had you ever heard him do it the other way?
1: Um, it was like a
0: halftime slow blues
1: jam that sounded like a Zeppelin riff. I don't know if I've heard that, but I have heard him do that with other songs too. He did a lot of, he was one of those guys like, after a while, he would just totally change the way he played a song because he was probably bored with it.
0: Right. Yeah, I I mean, Let's Go Crazy was the only one I'd heard that from. And, and Purple Rain, I ha- again, I have to be honest, I've heard it maybe like three times.
1: Yeah, I mean, Purple Rain is funny because it's, it's a nine minute four chord song and it just repeats four chords the whole time and there's only like I thought there were a lot more verses which is why I made all those joke posts about like made up extra verses because it just sounds because you know (laughs) it builds an intensity and there's one part where he comes in and he's like I never wanted to do some other you know like he sounds like it's like I mean he's doing it for dramatic effect but the way he uh, he he staggers uh, the rhythm it almost sounds like he's making it up as he goes like i didn't have a third verse but here it comes so i never wanted to take out your laundry or you know <laughs> just, like, the other thing is like random.
0: his his range is uh is is more baritone oriented
1: yeah he's got a very a fairly deep voice and he does this like low to high jumpy thing screamy loud. shit I I, I I here's a song i will probably play later because i don't think i did on the other one but one of my uh A Prince song I really like that I think I used to like it in high school when it was first out as almost like a joke I used to watch a lot of uh like MTV VH1 when they still played music videos like it was just I just (laughs) hang out put them on was part of it was part and it's 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 almost a thing I still do now I do it more with YouTube but it's part of why how I've always kind of been aware of what's going on in popular mainstream music because I'm just like there it is and I'll be like yeah I don't like this but you can't like yeah, YouTube. You watch the videos you want, but when you were just watching MTV or VH1 when they played videos, you just had to wait for the next video or, oh, yeah, yeah. or switch to the other channel. But there were only two. <laughs> Do you remember those so, days where you would channel yeah. switch because because I would go back and forth between MTV and yeah. VH1 and I'd watch music videos. And so, uh, uh, the is from the Gold Experience. The song is the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, and it is the cheesiest melodramatic ballad ever. Over the years I went from thinking it was funny yeah. to both funny and awesome yeah. and now it's like it's cheap. I love this song. I did it a couple I did it once or twice at karaoke. Yeah. Um again just cuz it amuses me so much but the thing about it that's interesting cool and why I bring it up it is is cuz it's it's like almost like eighty percent of the song is in super high falsetto right and then there's this bridge breakdown where he goes super low it's so fun to do it karaoke. people are like what the because he's all of a sudden it's like a breakdown and he's like could you be the most beautiful girl in the world like, yeah beautiful beautiful like it's <laughs> it's just so like like, I'm like i don't know It just amuses me so much for some reason uh oh. well
0: uh, as far as like um um the story with him where I met him oh, which was yeah. really cool so I was working at Sam Ash do you know that place um, it was um, I've been there a few times it was, on, it was when it was on 48th Street in Manhattan and I was uh, in the Ibanez Bay in the Shredding Bay the Bay of Shred welcome yeah. here <laughs> abandon all <of> you who <laughs> enter here and uh, and then a midget walked by and, and I just looked up and was like "What? what, what was that <laughs> and the only reason I noticed it and and that wasn't meant to be offensive. In <laughs> any way, it was a very small person that walked by is that it a was A very short man. Yeah, he, and uh, even in heels, yeah. and was walking by. And I looked up, and the only reason I double taked with it was because it was then preceded by this huge man who was significantly bigger than me, and I'm six three. Just this huge dude. And I looked out, and I saw the high end room with all the expensive guitars there, and uh, and it was shut off promptly. And then the the big guy stood outside, and I was like, oh. There's someone in there. And I looked and went, yeah, that's Prince. So Prince was in there just like looking at guitars and things with uh, another uh, worker there, um, Dana, name dropping. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I went into another room and then found a colleague of mine, Ira. And I told him Prince was in the other room and he didn't believe me for like five <laughs> times and he got mad, which he never ever does. He never gets mad, but it's cause he was joking about Prince to yeah. which he realized eventually that I was not joking, followed me in. And uh, and he went up to the security guard who was then inside the room guarding him, and said, "Excuse me, I just want to shake hands with the man." And Prince laughed, <laughs> and so uh, he just told him how how he was an inspiration. And then Ira explained to me later how everything that was masculine in his body left him <laughs> at one time. So <laughs> he yeah. said it wasn't it wasn't like a homosexual experience or uh, you know an experimental one. It was just the fact <laughs> that when he met Prince, everything masculine left his body. And, uh, <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, I I didn't really know what to say to Prince. I was like, you're awesome, man. He shook his hand. He's like, that's cool. And then he just started shredding. Nice. But the next part that was awesome was when I left the room and went back to the Ibanez Bay, I then saw Prince just walk out with the guitar in his hand and just walked out the building, Yeah, which was bad because he hadn't paid for it yet. <laughs> and uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I remember uh, the deal was... It was like super late, right? It was like 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 near closing, and it was after hours. Who, we were who got all the sale? Was it Dana?
0: It was Dana? But, of the, course. but the problem was um, <laughs> right.
1: Uh, he Prince just gives you his like bank info. Yep. But it was like a bank in London, right? Which was exactly. closed. Which it also <laughs> at the
0: same time. Uh, the security guard was the one giving him the info uh, while Prince was leaving. Right. He's like, and here's the
1: info on how you can get the money for that guitar that Prince is currently taking out your front door.
0: And while uh, our good friend Dana is like frantically like, wait, this is, it needs to be confirmed. The yeah. security guard just was walking out. Um, yeah. Or so I heard. Um, I could be wrong. Dana could correct me at any moment if he'd like to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he's probably not watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not Dana anyway. Um, Periscoping
1: for no one <laughs> What is
0: up, uh, Busker? If you have any questions for us We're discussing Prince right now uh, Prince, axel Rose uh, fronting ACDC at some point Here on your music is bad and you should feel bad So uh, interact with us Any uh, Any kind of stuff that you'd like to discuss We are open to We just told an awesome Prince story Of how I met Prince and <laughs> <laughs> it was great
1: uh, yeah. If you heard it So uh,
0: um, But yeah that, Realistically all I know about Prince And um, Just I only know like Four or five of his bloody songs But I just watched him play a lot If anything The wonderful thing about today's day and age Is that you can interact On YouTube And like Research people And see so many awesome things uh, Another cool story that I heard Was Dave Grohl jamming With Prince okay. Did you hear that? No Um, so basically he was at a party and, uh, and, uh, someone came up to him and said that a prince wants to see you, which is obviously amazing when you hear that. And uh, he's like, okay, okay, okay. Like you wait here. (laughs) So then like, it was like half an hour later and someone came back and was like, Dave Grohl, you need to, uh, you need to go see Prince, um, but wait here. And he's like, okay. Okay. So he's like really, really drunk and and they're like, Prince wants to jam with you and he's like, Oh, I can't no, 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 I'm I'm really drunk. No, no. And they're like, Well, he wants to jam with you and he's like, Oh, okay. Well, he wants to meet you anyway. Wait here And then the person came back again <laughs> and was like, I meet Prince, so he walks in and Prince is there just like Hello <laughs> And um so he's talking to him and all that. He's like, you know, uh, you know, uh, let's jam. Yeah, sure, sure. That sounds great. Uh, what are you doing Friday? And he's like, uh, nothing. Because at that point, you tell Prince you're doing nothing yeah. so that you yeah. can go jam with Prince. Um, and uh, he's like, I'm playing a show. Come jam with me beforehand. He's like, okay, cool. So then um, he... He's got to wait for a call and he gets told to come in. He comes into the show and he's uh, waiting for Prince. And they're like, So is Prince going to come do a sound check? And they're like, No, Prince doesn't come and do a sound check. He's like, Well, (laughs) what am I going to do then? Like, where do I meet Prince to jam with him? And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> so he's waiting in the sound check and all the, like, the, the musicians and stuff come out and they're all playing and whatnot and suddenly prince just like apparently appears like he does he just appears yeah. somewhere and then he's like oh, okay let's jam and he has no idea what dave Grohl like he doesn't know what he's gonna play like yeah. drums bass guitar whatever so he's like okay you play the drums so dave Grohl gets on the drums and then Prince pulls out the bass and just starts shredding the bass, apparently. Oh, no. And they jam out, like, let's go crazy and everything. And, like, mm-hmm. I think a Foo Fighters song he may have mentioned. I'm not sure. Can't remember. And then he's like, oh, that's cool. And then he just leaves. Wow. And then Prince, like, Prince just leaves. So Dave Grohl's like, what do i do now (laughs) do i do i leave but because at the end of it he's like so what are you doing next friday and he's like nothing um and then he just kind of waited at the show and it got to the end he was like i'm just gonna leave because i guess that's it yeah and then he never got a call from prince again (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool story yeah oh yeah Yeah. i mean that's prince like yeah i want you to come jam with me cool let's jam where are you and then he just appears and (laughs) stuff um (laughs) Anyhow, once again, shout out to Busker and Periscope. If you have any questions for us on Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad. So far, we've been discussing Prince. we got Axel Rose fronting ACDC coming up. And um, yeah, any other questions that Periscope or Busker has here on Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad, hit us up.
1: If you're not on Periscope right now, there's so many people watching. Uh, it's ridiculous. We can't keep up with all their... Questions, and if you're not on Busker, the same thing is happening. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're on either of those, then
0: shut up. Hey, Busker, shout out <laughs> sure any not. questions for Busker? What do you got, Busker? Gee, some questions, lads and lassies. We're talking about here on your music is bad and you should feel bad, Prince, not in the negative way.
1: Yeah, no, we're actually pretty, pretty into Prince. I yeah. mean, I, 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 I threw, I, uh, you've heard my stuff, and I, the other half of that I did with Rich and Eric, I got all my more critical stuff out because I'm a nitpicker. Uh, my biggest thing, really, just though, and it's almost more of a, it doesn't matter because it's one of those things where it just works for his style anyway. But his lyrics are are often he does a lot of like weird kind of you're like was that the best rhyme you could think of there? at
0: least you got friends yeah there's a lot of
1: well the whole let's get crazy in general (laughs) I'm not gonna go too much because I did it on the other one but the thing is it's like especially the intro man where it's like we're gathered here today to get through this thing called, called life. life. <laughs> electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. All of that is a lie. <laughs> None of that's true. Uh, I don't know what an electric word is, uh, but it's uh, it does not mean forever. That's not what life means. In fact, it kind of means the opposite. It means a finite period of time until you die. Electricity which is expendable. Is what life is. Um, anyway, yeah. So, And there's some other ones like... Uh, uh, we listened to a couple songs. I might have to play you one of these, even though I listen to them, because it's so good. Which? Uh, well, okay, so Prince has a bunch of, like, just, you know, dirty sex songs. Um, some of which were, I mean, Get Off, I think, was a, I don't know if it was a hit hit, but it was it was on VH1. It was one of those, ones that they played the video a few times. Right. Um, and he does a lot of rapping on some of these, and we were kind of like, I might need to check in with the uh, the Beyond Yacht Rock guys, see if they considered a try and rap, because one of their episodes was called try and raps which was like 80s and early 90s rap right. which was really awkward you know especially before people kind of got the hang of it what, what like worked and didn't I especially guess. white people trying to rap in 80s and 90s right ah. basically any rap that's like <laughs> my name is matt and i'm here to say i'm gonna do this rap in a rapping way like that's try and rap right, right? so prince is like right on the line like i think it's fine and he's got the right attitude or whatever but uh, the kind of in, <laughs> uh, <Sorry. laughs> the the inflection and the uh, the inflection uh, is sort of right on the line but it also was like mid 90s so it was sort right. of not far off from like common rap styles so uh, we had a little debate about that but uh, well okay I'm gonna <laughs> abandon Periscope for now in what? order to in order for us to like, listen to some songs yeah Or do we want to maybe talk about the other topics and then come back and listen to some prints at the end? That'd be freaking sick. Let's do that. Let's do. All right, let me give you this Kanye update. I watched this Kanye interview on YouTube uh, because. I might sit back a little bit if that's cool. I don't know. Kind of get a little tired of. uh, (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) All
0: right, so. <clears throat> welcome to your
1: music is bad and you should
0: feel bad podcast
1: we, uh, we're about to talk about a kanye interview i recently watched which was hilarious and very informative really uh, it was how would you call no, it informative I, i'm about to tell you that's I, <laughs> it was interesting. okay so it was the it was the interview on sway sway in the morning um i don't know why that's the best time to sway but how you doing busker uh,
0: can you hear us all right
1: hello how are you
0: all right, yeah, they like oh, it. They yeah. can hear us. Oh, Thank big, you very oh. much. All right, oh. sorry. Continue anyway, your Kanye. The, I don't know how interview. this works that we're, we're um, getting, That's a Kanye. Like. So
1: it was the interview where he went off on Sway and and it was talking about his fashion issues and basically how uh, he can't do it on his own. He needs like a big fashion house to help him out because they kind of have like he claims that it's because they have like a monopoly on all the the factories and stuff. And so in order to do stuff at a high quality, but still make a profit i guess he needs he he, he claims he needs their help um and sway was kind of like well but why but i mean you got money and people know who you are you why why don't you just do can't you just do it yourself and he was like no and sway was like well i had a clothing line i just did it myself it was kind of yeah it was smaller it was lower (laughs) and 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 less and cost less uh you know because kanye has like 90 dollars t-shirts so it's like you could just you know just make a lower price line for less money and... But it's
0: just a white t-shirt, but he's right?
1: R- probably. <laughs> and, but he's like, you know, it's got to be high Kanye fashion. Wins. It's got to be the <laughs> fucking, you know... Um, which is another issue with Kanye because it's like he's buying into the myths of the fashion world. And anyway, uh, so Sway's like, why can't he? He's like, you don't know. You don't know, Sway. You don't have all the answers. You ain't a gay fish. <laughs> and... And then, oh, Sway, it was, here's the interesting thing about it. So I watched, like, it was like a 20 to 30 minute interview, uh, or at least the clip on YouTube. I watched the whole thing because I wanted to see the parts where he wasn't freaking out. I wanted to see when he was supposedly not freaking out, what he was like, and when he freaked out, like, how it happened. Right. Because I'm also trying to, you know, in my own um, personal uh, analysis of things, trying to figure out Kanye's deal in terms of, like, Sway, in a different interview, Sway mentioned how or not not so somebody else uh, I think it was hot 97 those guys cuz I keep watching all these like hip hop interviews uh, anyway so they mentioned how you know people some people are like yeah but you know Kanye knows what he's doing like he's just laughing at how people react it's to like him It's like
0: saying Donald Trump knows what he's doing Right it's like yeah he may
1: they're like yeah you, but you know he's always saying man he thinks it's so funny I'm like it doesn't matter no. if he's laughing about it like it's still crazy it's not like it's it's not people give too much credit when 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 they say that kind of thing cuz they, they make it sound like You know, it's a calculated, completely intentional, controlled thing. Right. But it's not controlled. That's the key difference. It's clearly not controlled. It's clearly just... And you could see from the the way he had this outburst that it was just... You know, and that's like if you, yeah, if it was all like planned out, it would be like a mastermind of PR. But that's not what it is. Well, that's also the thing with him and his emotions. If he's not able to
0: control the conversation, that's when he has an outburst. Kanye right. West will lose his shit, regardless of whether you agree that his music is got, uh, you know, is good, is bad, whether he's a great producer or not. Yeah. When he gets into a conversation where he's unable to control that conversation, right, in his favor, in his own swaying way, then he will lose control. Yeah. Himself.
1: So what I what I noticed was uh, it was also uh, it was I guess it was very informative as far as his whole fashion situation too, which I don't care about as much because it has nothing to do with music.
0: High fashion and community.
1: so uh, basically, the, the interesting thing though is that the the first line he put out, he apparently put thir- he lost like thirteen million dollars, or he put thirteen million into it and went into debt and. Right, that's exactly <laughs> what sway and me were saying and and he doesn't get it he, he it no, that's the thing he can't he has to be like highest fat like it has to be the top thing so that he can be the coolest or something, and like he doesn't get that like that's a weird, this whole weird elitist thing with the fashion world anyway. It's how they jack their prices up so much. It's all name and like reputation.
0: I have some guitar students down that I won't name a specific area down where it's incredibly wealthy down in lower Manhattan. Uh, and um, some of the young children have Kanye's clothes and they're huge Kanye fans. They're able to, to see a lot of Kanye concerts. But when you have that many Kanye shoes, for example, on the Yeezy line and you're considering that you're paying what? Hundred and fifty dollars per shoe.
1: Apparently, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about like uh, just how the the fashion world works in terms of the. Uh, the he, he's he's not wrong about the top high highest end of the fashion world and how there is a very small group of people who own all the companies and that was one thing he talked about on there which also for, for my personal analysis fell into the category of things where Kanye actually knew something and he was right about it <laughs> and it made sense and so I was like okay, okay nothing get, 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 get makes sense but because uh... well, you're being polite and playing devil's advocate right. here, you're trying to find some redeeming quality right because in Kanye uh, West right, which well because he has some and it's because again my, my whole thing is like I've never it's never been that I thought his music was like so bad or even bad in some cases. It's more that... No, he didn't just ask the public. He asked um, Zuckerberg.
0: He was like, please call me tomorrow, Zuckerberg. And it was that case of... um, kind of like marketing towards kids and things like that. If you don't buy the next doll then your doll's going to be sad. Yeah. And yeah. your doll will die or something like that. The South yeah. Park covered that. It was quite funny. Um yeah, I, I it didn't blow me away that he asked the public. Yeah. It didn't blow me away at all. And you know th- this is the other thing that comes into, you know, we might um get into in-depth discussions with about Kanye West, but his music um isn't all terrible i bet you it isn't and i would have to give it five chances the only thing is i don't like I, said, I, I, I don't I know want
1: bloody do it i'll play one of these days i'll play you the songs i like we'll do an ep- the third the third kanye episode <laughs> like the actual kanye third episode will be focused on I'll be on Narcotics, starting with a positive <laughs> slant and then yeah. we'll we'll devolve into like you know would you, name would you, calling we'll,
0: we'll try but, we'll try and uh I'll try and hold my tongue for things, well, and I'll might, try and take you it from you might like. Hear
1: a, a song you like, and you might be mad about it. Yeah, and I already know one.
0: It, it's big. Oh, right. It's birthday song by um, Two Chains. Oh yeah, with him guesting on it. Which is and oh, I, I saw a I great breakdown that of that the other day. Really? Uh,
1: so the rap critic if, on YouTube. There's this guy who's called the rap critic. He's great he breaks down rap lyrics and, and like in ways that like i've been dying for someone to do but i don't see anybody doing and he kind of makes jokes about him and stuff and one he did that i think his music is pretty good and music has had rebels throughout history i just this is a busker comment uh
0: Hi, Busker. Thanks, Periscope, for all your support. And <laughs> um, we'd like to thank Busker now,
1: too. It, it takes some time. I think you have to do it multiple times, people to get used to that you actually are active, and then then they'll follow you and see that you have videos. And stuff. Of course! But yeah, um... Uh, oh, birthday song. So he broke down the birthday song, and the funny thing about it was that I never noticed... I don't like him putting down someone else. Don't like him putting I down know, someone ve- else well, to make himself seem better. Yeah, if definitely. If only we all lived in the right, idealistic world. Which is what he world. does all the time. Yeah. Um, but... So the birthday song, this rap critic dude broke it down, and it was funny because so much of it, like, had nothing to do with the chorus. Like, the chorus is like, "All I want for my birthday is, is a, big a big booty, booty hoe," ho. but and the
0: rest of the song, thank you like, for that song.
1: It doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeezy, Yeezy, how you I didn't doing? know, uh. I didn't know until this that it doesn't make any fucking sense. And two chains part. So, is this his first big hit? And it's I, I so like two chains. He's charming. No, easy, I get it, I get it. But like, uh, the. Uh, all of his lyrics were about, like, like when I die, bury me in the Gucci store. When, when I die, I die bury, bury me in the Louis, Louis store. Store. But guess what? First of all, you can't be buried in more than one place. The Rat Critic's like, is he going to, like, have oh, them I cut mean, him up and bury a part of his body in I mean, different on, stores? That's, that's not cool. That's, no one wants that. <laughs> like,
0: well, apparently he wants it. No, yeah. I mean, that, that's a, like, loose description of, like, you know, the, the the connotation of how he wants to be buried. He's like, these are the things that matter to me. But
1: then he also, there's a whole other chunk, then, that's just all about dealing drugs and stuff. And that's fine, but it has nothing to do with the topic of the song. No, have you seen the video? Yeah. <laughs> but it still has nothing to do with, like...
0: I, if, yes, you, if you haven't video... seen 2 Chain's, uh birthday song, please watch it on YouTube. It's yeah. it's incredible. It's life-changing.
1: But then also watch the rap critics' take on it. It's really good. <laughs> um, so, I'll actually... I'll put a link to it in the uh, the, the the show notes for this podcast so uh, people can see the... the do we, do we have more to say about Kanye? Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, the interesting thing was that, again, like the, the whole debt thing sounds more feasible because he said... He, this was before this. This was like a few years ago that this, this uh, interview was. Okay. So a few years ago, he said that his first Yeezy line, or whatever he calls his fashion... I think, I don't know. His yeah, first fashion his line, Yeezy. Um, was $13 million in debt. And recently, when he said $35 million, and it was the third season... That would make sense. If he keeps losing money every time, but he keeps doing it anyway, Right? then well, what he's actually that great, exactly, what was was that that great thing effect?
0: that you were saying when someone like brings up a budget line. Comment on this. This is funny. So, for example, if someone was to bring Kanye a budget line for his fashion song right. and say, hey, Kanye, here's the, what is up, Deadpool? Hey, Deadpool. I like your movie
1: <laughs> and comic books.
0: <laughs> so we're talking about Kanye West and his fashion line. Yes, so so for, for example, if someone was to come up with a budget, you made this right. awesome comment which was mm-hmm. yeah. um, what was it? You can't put a price on my dreams yeah.
1: and my genius. <laughs> yeah. like, you can't tell me how much my dreams cost. Because okay. so, <laughs> even if right, even if he got like Louis Vuitton or like Prada or, or Saint Laurent or whoever point. to like back him they would give him a budget and yeah. it probably wouldn't be as much as he wanted because he wants <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg to give him a billion dollars. I know, right? And it's not going to happen. Thanks very much,
0: Deadpool. Thanks, man. Hey, we appreciate it. We're talking about, uh, well, this, if you is want- J- this is the Jamie Agneo Busker uh, site and we're doing uh, Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at, and Fachebook. Uh,
1: yeah. Our Twitter for the the podcast is YMIB, at Why Be Podcast. Mine is at TheOneTrueMatt.com. Jamie's is at Jamie Igneo, Probably. And... What do you guys think of Kanye?
0: Uh, talk to us about Kanye.
1: And if, um, you, if you want to check out our, our previous podcast episodes, it's yourmusicisbad.com. There's a bunch of cool We ones. have two full Kanye episodes. This is just a minor uh, Kanye check-in <laughs> this update. This is like the Star Wars spinoff. Because off. I <laughs> watched this interview the other day <laughs> uh, to watch him freak out on Sway. Oh, that was the interesting part, right? Because the other thing... So I was watching for like signs of his potential spectrum disorder. <laughs> um, Spectrum disorder uh, Yeah no He he didn't look at Sway Like the entire interview He, did, he didn't he Really didn't, like, He looked away from I mean partially it was His mic was over here And Sway's over here But it was still awkward. Once it got heated That's when you could tell It was almost on purpose Because right. at first He was kind of like Like glancing at him A little bit um, uh, But then when he really Got into it He was like Like Sway's over here Like if Or if you were Sway And I was him He was like Facing like this Like no Sway No No You don't know You don't have all the answers And like he's looking like this Like he's looking like this way but he's not looking at him yeah yeah uh which is fine uh people are different and whatever but uh and we all know kanye is special but uh <laughs> it was interesting and the whole thing was interesting because again it was like sway is on your side and yeah. Sway was towards the end of it sway was like hey man uh it's like can you not don't do that again like don't like don't uh don't, don't i'm just trying to remember the um the demeanor? colloquial term. Oh, really? Uh, don't turn up. Don't turn up on me on my show, <laughs> or or in general, because he's like we're friends. <laughs> and you're gonna like you know uh, get all heated on me, and so yeah, his response was really mad. He was like, "What the hell, man? Like, I was just trying to understand, and rather than explain to me, you're like you're Because he also was like, "I did my fashion line." He's like, "What happened to your fashion line?" He was like, "Well, it, it, it didn't it didn't work, but I I tried it, and I don't know, it was." It looked, so he'd be like, "You know the answers." It was just like, "Yeah." He was just—he was like, "Man, I'm just trying to understand." Like, because yeah. he's—he's not me. If it was me, I'd be like, "Yeah, Kanye's gonna flip out on me," but because uh, I'll right. be like, "Hey, man, um, you know that one song that's like clearly just made of like chunks of three different songs that I know?" Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. But you know, um, have you written any songs like that didn't use another song in it? Yeah. Um, oh, You're which a another genius. One, just today, I saw a video. From, I mean, this is an old video, but I watched a Rap Critic breakdown of it. Uh, so when, and I where, where can
0: you see Rap Critic? What is he's this? YouTube. He's YouTube. He's got a YouTube, YouTube. channel. And oh, it's just okay. Rap Critic.
1: He's this dude. He's, uh, he, I think he's like finishing college or something. He's great. He's funny. Uh, Shout out to Rap Critic. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Like when I was looking for like good music YouTube channels to get a sense of like what people are doing and, and, and what we want to do when we get into the YouTube area, um, I found this dude he's one of my favorites and his breakdowns are hilarious and they're great and he goes line by uh, line line by line
0: come man let it come let it come
1: uh but it's great like he he'll do uh all different um like he has a ton of videos yeah um they're really good
0: um uh, quite often you'll find a lot of good critics on youtube and, and and this is one thing that i will say is um enjoyable just to kind of to go through and not necessarily on a scrutiny basis but just just to kind of catch other people like you know giving you um, good positive vibes about what you should or should not be checking out in like gaming and music and everything else Uh, so it's interesting to me how long that person has been around for do you have any kind of estimate Uh,
1: I think a few years I think it's I I saw some video recently where he mentioned that he's been doing it like throughout college and he's about to finish. So I think he's been doing it for a few years. It's hard to tell also because sometimes, you know, people make a YouTube channel and something will go wrong and we'll have to start a new one or something. So I don't know if it's like his original one or... Right. Uh, I think it goes back like maybe three years. Um, he's cool. got a lot of videos. He's covered a lot of popular songs, a lot of great... Like he did one uh, the other... I saw the other day with the latest... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting very curious about Future because... A lot of people. I kept hearing people talking about how great he is, and I'm not remotely future the rapper. Uh, he's, I think he's, I mean, a to- he's he's a was trap he not guy. On J- Jimmy Fallon recently, probably. I think uh, so. Well, oh,
0: well, not recently. Maybe it was like a, a month ago or something. I mean, like he's that. just a
1: trap guy, and I'm tra- trying to think of tra- like what, what does that mean? Trap. It's like a specific style of rap that's uh. So shit, I it's don't got know. the um. It's usually It often has. Uh, like frantic s- snare hits, so it'll be like a like a slower bass and more f- like like boom, ch-ch-ch-ch, boom. Ch-ch-ch-ch that Kind of thing, like really, if you'll hear a lot of Can it, like, like a trap drum kit, like as in you're using I don't one want, well, where well, like I think it means tra- there's some trap thing that has something to do with like selling cocaine. I think it's like cocaine, dealing. <laughs> I think it might literally technically mean cocaine dealing music or something like that. I've only been figuring this out recently. No, trap, like good question that I do not have a hundred percent answer for and I've been wondering about for years because S- I send us because email. because it came up in um you know various songs that I do at karaoke, We'd right? Like pull up like a trap star. I'm like, what's a trap star? is it like a rap rap star with a T added? and then like what does that mean and there's a bunch of different things that can be it's like there's so many but I think recently I found out it's like like Fetty Wap is trap and the song is literally right in the video he's like cutting cocaine and in and it's about a chick who is helping him co- cocaine i think so i think it's trap is like and it's a style of music that is very specific and is basically super formulaic because that's all they want they want it to sound like trap and right. so it's always like uh i'm trying to think if i can like gent is from like uh even more though because oh. it's not a because it's not cause, I was gonna say because gent is at least like <laughs> vaguely resembles prog in the sense that it has certain ways even or though metal. they're even though they're repetitive certain ways that it breaks like previous metal conventions yeah, it's prog jazz and metal um here let me play you the exact song i was about to talk about because it's by future and it features the weekend who i'm also obsessed with being overrated uh and it's called low life and it's it's totally just like um i'm a low life and it's just like uh sell drugs and you know fuck bitches and it's so like i'm I mean, at this point, I'm basically ripping. Up, I will put the link to uh, Rap Critics' analysis because I'm basically just repeating his jokes, and I don't. want right. He's, but he's really good. Um, but it's basically like him talking about how they're both, both Future, who at least I think is from like uh, Atlanta or something, and The Weekend, who is from Canada, talking about what hard street dudes they are and how if you mess with them. They'll come at you military style and kill you, and <laughs> with the they don't healthcare. care. And all we do is drugs and sex. We're gonna come we're at you d- with free healthcare and maple right. syrup. Right, and <laughs> it's like when Drake tries to act tough, you know. So, I, I I like Drake. Do you? No, oh no, not no, no. as a musician, just just
0: like his, as a oh. person. He seems he seems kind of funny. I mm. mm. uh, maybe I caught him wrong on SNL.
1: But this should also be. A, I I think this. Shout this out to Busker.
0: Uh, this is your music is bad and you should feel bad. We're talking about rap right now. We just left Kanye out. West. That's and now we're going scramble. somewhere else. Uh,
1: I mean, this uh, is a little slower than a lot of trap, but it's kind of the general... So we're, we're talking about trap rap, which... Is it trap rap technically? I think it's called trap music, but it is it is a form of rap. It's, it's clearly a rap tra- subgenre. Can you educate us on what trap a music, very music is? Type because type of we'd rap.
0: like to know what trap music
1: is. So this is trap. Uh, so I, who is this? This is Future featuring, featuring the, week- the the Weekend. The Weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same here.
1: Uh,
0: We're just listening to a trap song right now. You but cannot anyway, hear it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> literally, no nothing. But about the thing this. about Future.
1: <laughs> so like, Future also like the thing is is yeah, it Future the rapper or just future? Is just Future? Yeah. Okay, Future. Um, Do you know Future? Cause I don't know Future. <laughs> he has a song called "Fuck Up Some Commas." That. Dear God. But he's super mumbly. I and... don't like this already.
0: If you could, be thankful, you can't hear this, cause <laughs> it's bad.
1: Anyway, fuck yeah, yeah, I'm it, done, it, done already. Anyway, neither of those showed the thing I was specifically talking about, but it's when you get that super low, like boom, boom, chick, 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 chick. You know, like the and snare chick, is chick, super. Chick is, a snare. is a high, a high, thin snare. Um, <laughs> big, it's like big, fat, low, bassy kick drum, and then high chick-chick-chick-chick-chick kind of snare, which is almost gent because it's very... Ra- Sometimes, if it's a good beat, it doesn't sound right. totally random, but if it's not, it could so, just sound totally... You could just make random snare hits and it'll work as trap. Here, you know what? I can... Oh my God, I'll use my, my beat maker to demonstrate this right now. You're going to make a beat right now? Let me see. Let me find the, <laughs> a trap So we've, been, trap uh, we've been
0: talking about Prince earlier on. Now we've been... Uh, Fading through Kanye West and how he was on who, whose uh, interview? Uh, sway. Sway Sways. in the so morning. So he was on Sway in the morning. Sway in the evening. And sway his anytime you want. And his, his commentary on fashion and uh, how Kanye, when he's not in control of something, will uh, lose his stuff.
1: <laughs> Honestly, watching two oh, white no, guys talk about rap no. is 100% better than listening to rap. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Uh, on the Gary on Lee Show, Busker, um, we appreciate. I'm that. ready to subscribe to that. Uh, I'm I'm at Jamie Agneo. Uh Our Our podcast <laughs> is at yourmusicisbad.com. If you care to hear us discuss a lot more rap, we have two full episodes on Kanye. I'm an opera singer uh, that
0: that teaches guitar, <laughs> and and I I do enjoy a good bit of rap, which probably sounds like the whitest thing I could possibly say. I do enjoy a good bit of rap, but. <laughs> I want to see your show. I I definitely want to see your show now based on that. A good bit of... Just note, by the way, two white guys, a Scottish white guy and a Wisconsin white guy. That's pretty white. Um, That's pretty white. We went on to Kanye just for a wee bit. Uh, We will do the trilogy episode of Kanye. You can check out Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad on Facebook and see previous episodes that we've done. we, uh, I think at some point, do you think that we might touch on this? I don't know. Axl Rose fronting yeah. ACDC. I think it kind of needs to we're be addressed. we definitely going to talk
1: about that. Um, it needs to be addressed at some point. Anyway, um, to wrap up what we were talking about, uh, I think I covered all my Kanye stuff.
0: Um, He's going to subscribe. Sweet.
1: We appreciate it, man. Thanks. Uh, all right, let's talk about Axl Rose. <gasps> oh, I'm scared. A-C.
0: Now we're going to talk about Axl Rose fronting ACDC here on Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad. Um before i go off in an incoherent angry rant
1: how would do you like feel to about s- it well no, here's I, I will i will say, it say an, i will <laughs> say a couple nice things just to worth uh partially nice things i've heard mostly but one nice thing i can say personally before we get into the less nice things um i saw a guns and rose concert uh with fat axel and uh <laughs> <Fat> axel. <laughs> what's what's the just call him faxel please yeah. call him faxel. and oh, who's, uh <laughs> uh Bumblefoot was playing guitar for him. All right. Um Bumblefoot's great, but he is a great guitarist. The thing was, I thought I had heard, you know, all the stuff about Axel not singing so great more. He didn't sound that bad. Nice, Uh, Gary said. Fat Axel is our local morning DJ. Please Uh, please watch the Gary Lee show. All these comments are from Gary Lee show on Busker, (laughs) so check him out on Busker because Uh,
0: Axel is a great DJ, and
1: he's made this streaming thing uh, productive for us. Thank you so much. (laughs) And okay, so. uh,
0: you, you watch Fat Axel in guns. Oh, right. show.
1: So yeah, he wasn't as bad as I was expecting.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so, so Fat Axel, but he, he, he sounded better than I expected. There were still some, you know, things like his uh, his higher stuff gets a little more falsetto-y than it used to. It's not quite as uh, edgy and uh, gritty. Uh, but it's but he's still hitting a lot of it. I was surprised how much stuff he actually sang all right. Yeah. And I
0: think I think it's the I think it's the AC/DC edge, don't right. you? Right, but
1: then that's the other thing. Uh so I haven't heard it myself, but I've heard some people surprisingly say that they thought he sounded good with them. I mean,
0: you know what? Axel Rose, there was always a joke before Brian Johnson even lost his shit that he was going to front ACDC. Mm. And I think that, you know, whether you want to conspiracy theory theorize that, you know, he was going to front ACDC or not. Axel Rose has been buggering up his voice with the way he's been supporting in Guns N' Roses for decades now. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody, whether there's bad blood between, you know, uh, the rest of the band or not, um, yeah, right. It's, it's another Kanye yeah. ego. Thank you, Gary. Um, Axel would not have done any better if Slash or anybody else was in there. If you, if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty and you want to be really, really mean about it, it doesn't mean that he wouldn't be chubby or not. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't mean that the... You know, the only thing is that maybe the albums would have changed a bit more. Mm-hmm. It's one thing. Yeah. Uh, however, you know, ACDC, after it lost Malcolm Young, it became something different. And even though... Thankfully, that last album they'd done um, with an, uh, Rock or Bust, they managed to pull out a lot of great ACDC music that Malcolm had already written with Angus. Because oh, nice. they were the writing driving force behind ACDC. Yeah. They always were, the yeah. two of them. Yeah, And so many people, I have to tell, like in lessons, they're like, Angus, Angus, Angus. And I said, no, you yeah. wouldn't have Back in Black if it wasn't for Malcolm doing that EDA. Yeah. There would be no na-na-na-na-na that would not exist if it wasn't for Malcolm.
1: Yeah, people and, and always underestimate the importance of yeah, him in, a, in that end. Not band. only
0: that, but like if you listen to the, the older ones, Can I sit next to you, girl, like in the very beginning, even before Bon Scott, like the creepy dude, there's a YouTube video online, um, there's a da 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 There's some lines in there that are getting faster, getting more rock, getting more punky when punk was starting to come up that Malcolm had written. Riffs. Bloody Riffs, not Angus. Which is what ACDC became. So ACDC had Malcolm as a driving force in writing. ACDC had Malcolm as a driving force in in everything. It was
1: it was it's almost a uh, it's a very traditional setup that you don't see as much, and it's and there's for good reasons you don't see it anymore. Because it sucks
0: now when two guitars play right, all the right. music. Right, right, and
1: also just people used it like <laughs> people be like, "Do you play lead or rhythm guitar?" I'm like,
0: oh, what, dude? I was, f- I was going to the liquor store two days yeah. ago. The one that we went, I went to, and I got that. Yo, you play lead or you play rhythm? I yeah, was, like, was like, I'm. Like, oh, just going to ignore you and keep walking yeah.
1: forward. But in this case, it really was that thing where it worked. Like, Angus is all, all about the leads, and then Malcolm was all about keeping the rhythm super tight. And, yeah. like you said, writing a lot of their best riffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, songs you can tell for the most part that were written by Malcolm were riffs that moved around. And then to get nerdy about guitar, like, they would take open chord formations voicings on guitar and they would omit the third to make it sound raw Mm. so it wouldn't be necessarily a power chord that moved around with the root on the ear the a guitar nerds um they would take open chords and they would just somehow mute all the thirds Mm. just to give it that raw sound and it was fucking phenomenal and when it came to uh something like thunderstruck you could tell angus wrote it and he said in an interview as much himself that, you know, I wrote Thunderstruck while I was just, you know, doing uh, an exercise. I, I think he will. I think Axel will do well if he keeps himself the, in the check. Com, we just
1: got a busker comment. Axel will do well if he keeps himself in check.
0: SLR uh, guitar. Oh, good. So we can talk guitar nerd stuff now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that, you know, just to, to kind of sum all of this up, mm. Malcolm had an incredible role. When he left, Angus took over. If there's going to be a new album because poor Brian's had to go... I mean, I'm a huge Bon Scott fan myself. If it's going to be, you know, Axel now leading it, I'm terrified to, to see what would be, but also kind of hopeful... Because it's not a case of um, Rolling Stones, they should stop what they're doing. I don't think the Rolling Stones should stop what they're doing Hmm. because they're going to
1: die soon. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So just keep doing it.
1: I've heard people say they still put on a decent, like they fucking rock out. It's because they
0: pick great musicians. They love playing with great people. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. We just got a comment again from SLR Guitar um, here on Your Music is Bad uh, and You Should Feel Bad that Malcolm <laughs> was the, the lead writer. Yeah, I mean, f- predominantly so. When it came to um, uh, songs like Thunderstruck again, mm. Angus wrote the riff. And then Malcolm was like, well, here's your accompaniment for it. Uh, Jagger Tide 97. It's been all animatronics <laughs> CGI. I, I love you, Gary Lee.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of... Bl- I mean, that would explain... I was going to say like... <laughs> that maybe that's why like yeah because i was gonna say it's just sort His his skin is just sort of gradually it's a robot it down. i'm like yeah if it's <laughs> animatronic underneath it. <laughs> and it's just his skin's kind of just hanging off of it it would kind of make sense thank you for that, that <laughs> <kind of> very, <laughs> that's awesome <very> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean with, with axel now i mean you know it's going back to the whole kanye thing i do think if he keeps his ego in check it'll be better um <laughs> <laughs>
1: The comment was, he looks like a wax figure left in the sun. (laughs) Gary Lee's going to keep
0: giving us gems, hopefully, because this is the best to hear this. Yeah, I think that, you know, I don't shit on Axel as much because, you know what, there's just a steady, solid fact. And that, you know, he wanted to have a new band and everybody else just did not want to sign on to it. And that was it. Yeah. That was the simple fact. Mm. So, But having him do ACDC it's like a touchy fucking thing it's like you know an ex-girlfriend that you're just like yeah I can eventually deal with it but you're you're freshly like touching the wound yeah. and putting salt in it so yeah. I don't I, I don't know if I go see it or care
1: plus just the whole the whole situation
0: oh to... so do you know how he
1: broke his leg no oh
0: okay so you're about to find out this is about to be great Ah, uh, I kind of would do Sebastian back better for ACDC I do think he would be better fit I, That's cuz I'm a, a classical singer. If he could do it consistently,
1: singer. I don't know. Like I've heard him I've heard him be Bugger good, up. but I've also yeah, I've also heard him be be sloppy. Um yeah. He, but he would not be able to keep his so, ego in check. I don't know if anyone Sebastian else Sebastian Bach this. would not be able to ego-wise. Like, if Axel's no, an ego-risk, no, no, Sebastian no, no, no. is... Because Sebastian's ego has always... I think Axel's always, probably shut up. And the thing is, Axel's ego is at least based on how famous he actually was. Right. Sebastian was... <laughs> Skid Row is never as big as Guns N' Roses, but Sebastian Bach, to this day, still thinks he is the greatest. Oh, totally. And you need to worship him <laughs> or whatever, which is worship why. Worship this bag of dicks. Yeah.
0: Well, so Axel Rosen... I didn't know this because all I heard was... Axel Rose is now fronting ACDC, and oh, dear God. He surreal wa- uh, li- what the yeah. hell is
1: that? Uh, he was also... Um, surreal Life is li- uh, what Sebastian s- uh, was on. Uh, uh, reality show. Uh, he was also on this supergroup show on VH1 that I don't know if anybody else I know saw it, but it was hilarious. It was no. a supergroup with Sebastian Bach and Ted Nugent. <laughs> and, a, and a couple other like old god. rockers it was hilarious liberal
0: lefties and then the you had Ted Nugent guns and Donald clashes Trump.
1: between Sebastian Bach and Ted Nugent oh, I can't imagine hilarious
0: <laughs> Ted is hot probably <laughs> thank you for JKing that alright uh, so anyhow we were talking about Axel again um, so Axel Rose was fronting ACDC and I found this out and I was I was watching it and reading it and going oh my god oh my god oh my god and this is what the precursor was. He's been sitting on a Dave Grohl fashion, shout out to Dave Grohl, Game of Thrones rock chair, singing. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
0: because he was on a Guns N' Roses reunion tour. Oh. Everyone came back. Freaking uh, Slash came back and um, Duff McCain came back. Hmm. And they were doing uh, a Guns N' Roses show. And what did he do? I personally think he just fell over on purpose. Hmm. But there was a Guns N' Roses reunion show where Axl Rose was back again with Slash and Duff McKean, McKeegan, McKeegan, Duff McKeegan, a bigger pardon. Mm. And um, and yeah, and then he got contacted to do ACDC and he broke his leg uh, on that show. Uh, I don't know how many tours they were going to do, yeah. but um, it's, it's ridiculous that Guns N' Roses finally buried the hatchet. We're mm-hmm. about to get back together. <laughs> and then Brian Johnson's like, you're going to be deaf if you do another tour. Yeah. Call Axl Rose now. He's the only dude, and we all knew the only dude that would sound remotely close to Brian Johnson was going to be Axl Rose, yeah. shitey or not. Mm-hmm. So that that's the sad thing now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Whether we accept Axl Rose or not. I mean, either either way. Uh, for me, like I haven't seen ACDC in a while, partially because it's like. It's pretty expensive now when they come through. Gary Lee, you're the
0: best. <laughs> I wish we could like your comments. Read, read the, the comments. With a name like Duff, your career choices are rock star, Alcoholic, or both. <laughs> the, the Gary Lee Show. whenever yeah. it is, find it on Busker Check or Periscope out. or anywhere else and tune in because Gary Lee is giving us gems yeah, here.
1: Very, very helpful. Um, so... What else is new music? It's not really a whole lot of oh, other big stuff. I, uh,
0: the only thing I've been doing is catching up on a lot of the past SNL performances. and uh, Or Jimmy Fallon, I beg your pardon as well. To oh, yeah, say. that's
1: where Future was on. Future was on uh, SNL, actually. Uh, Gary Lee
0: would like everyone to know he's also live on Friendster and his mum's house. I, awesome. I, I'm pretty sure Friendster must be an app. I don't know Friendster, about... Well, your-
1: yeah, it's, it's the first social media is it really? It was the precursor to Facebook, and it failed miserably.
0: My, so it's like the MySpace ripoff? It's
1: pre-MySpace. <laughs> it's worse than MySpace. Wow. You know what? That's
0: because I moved to America ten and a half years ago, so I just ruined that joke. Gary's like, unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you have ruined that joke <laughs> by fucking up <laughs>
1: Friendster. Oh, okay. man. Okay, well, hey, let's, let's circle back to Prince, and I'll play you some songs that you probably Ooh. have. Well, first, we're going to listen to The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, because...
0: The most beautiful girl. You know what's hilarious?
1: So I watched it the other because I, I watched it. I was, you know, on a big prince kick after he died. And uh, <laughs> I.
0: Is that becoming a thing now? You talked about that with, with uh, David Bowie. It's like. Yeah. And I feel. I don't feel bad about it. I went on a huge motorhead kick when Lemmy died.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I usually. If somebody die If a musician dies and they were significant to me. I think the best way to celebrate them is to enjoy their work, and that's probably what they would want. And so, you know... Whether it's announced on some social media. I'm all about, you know, somebody dies, you know, celebrate their life, and don't waste too much time... Will you celebrate my life, Matt, when I die? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> if if you die before me. <laughs> uh oh wait everyone's gonna die before me um <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah no uh, so so yeah so like I I mean it, there's not that many uh can't wait till Hall and oh, no how dare you the Hall and Oates will never die uh, we we have our buddy Mike
0: actually going to see Hall and Oates in Maine on uh in like uh oh really yeah he's missing I, the I, next I open like Mike.
1: To, I gotta go see them sometime yeah
0: right I'd like to see Hall and yeah. Oates we're doing Man Eater
1: nice nice um. Yeah. So, but Bowie and Prince are both guys who, like, at various times, I I've never been. You know, they've never. Not, they're 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 too popular and mainstream to be the type of person that I walk around going like, "You know, who's really great." Hey, you know, who, you know, he was really great. That you probably uh, don't appreciate uh, David Bowie because it's like everybody. Right. Everybody likes David Bowie. I don't need right. to like convince people to like David Bowie, and. So, oh okay, uh, yeah, Hall and Oates plus Maine equals commas concert ever. Yes, exactly. Thank you, Gary. I don't know about um, that man. So, well, so okay, so check this out though. So, uh, wait, what was I saying? Um, oh, I know it. Hall
0: and Outs.
1: Hall and Oates. No, before that. I need to see Hall. Of no- oh yeah, Prince and, and Bowie. Right. So like, uh, but both of them, I all like. I always did like some of their stuff, and as years went on, I only liked them more. Bowie, especially, I really, really appreciate Bowie at this point. Prince, not as much as Bowie, but still, still up there. I have
0: to say the same, but you know, that's only because I think that. I mean, is it safe to say Bowie's songs are more recognizable? Um,
1: maybe to, to, some to, to, of them?
0: to the populace,
1: yeah, of the world. He's been around longer. Well, he's, he's I mean, older. That's arguably, yeah, wild. that's part of it, right? And he was, you know, he just he didn't go away. He kept coming back with new, different stuff. Um. Gary no. says no. says no to... Yeah, I, I can read that to, from here. To which? What do you say no to?
0: Uh, no, the, uh, the, um, Bowie's more recognizable. Oh, oh
1: yeah, Prince. yeah. I mean, well, the thing about Prince, uh, Prince is very recognizable. I got you. you don't have to get yeah. up. You're lying back. He, he, uh, I, I actually, yeah, I actually kind of agree because Prince, one of my actual, one of my You're nitpicks... Both wrong.
0: You're both wrong.
1: One of my very early, early nitpicks about Prince, which I've almost like semi-retracted, but it's like half there, is that I felt that at some point you really recognize his sound so much that a new Prince song, you're like, well, that's a Prince song, but it sure sounds a lot like all those other Prince songs. And... Yeah. But on the other hand, actually, this is a perfect uh, cue. On the other hand, you have stuff like this, which uh, then kind of changed it up and broke the mold in a little bit uh, and surprised me. In the 90s. Oh, the most beautiful
0: girl in the world. This song's going to send me on a transient journey.
1: Oh, yeah. So I was watching the video. I, f- I always... I forgot this was in the video, but it's in my head. There's this one line... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, we're going to shout out so, to... Carrie so Lincoln. if you haven't seen the video to the most beautiful girl in the world, uh, it's great. It's like... Uh, the album is called the gold experience and it has these little interludes with this narrator telling you about the different experiences and this one is the beautiful experience and in the video it's like a booth and these women come into the booth and sit down, and they're like watching a video or a show. You just see it like reflected on their face. Right. But then they cut away to Prince, in his like mat- frilly matador outfit, and he's doing all this like you know, like po- kind of like gesturing <laughs> do for the stuff, camera. like
0: do for the camera, gesticulation, like,
1: <laughs> and and especially he does the um what I call the R and B like the uh, it's the here you go gesture. It's the here you go, here you are, have some of this. <laughs> Check all this out. <laughs> there you go.
0: I and hope he does that our line. listeners
1: could hear this. Well, we slam. can we can because uh, there's a replay, so we can have people check it out oh, later yeah, on. Oh yeah, they Buster. should. Yeah. <laughs> Pri- Gary says Prince was always ready to fight a tiny gay bull. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 okay, so here's the Try other part. I, I wish you were here to hear my friend's story. I'm gonna need both hands to do this gesture. But there's a certain point in this song. Here, I'll hold your mic for where, you. Where uh, let me let me explain it, and then I'll, I'll hand you the mic. Okay. Um, there's a point <laughs> in the song where he does this gesture, and it's in my mind like with the lyrics. Like when I listen to the song, I do the gesture, and then I forgot it was from the video. He's there's a point where he says, and it's funny because it's also weirdly paradoxical. It's the li- I think it's the part where he says. uh baby this kind of beauty is the kind that comes from inside which is funny because Prince sure dates a whole lot of women who are just beautiful on the inside <laughs> I'm sure they're also beautiful on the inside but they were also definitely beautiful on the outside <laughs> but he does the like curvy woman gesture when he does it. like this like <laughs> girl you got all the curves yeah he also does something when he's like face that can be soft as well. there's so much gesturing in this video it's hilarious <laughs> and apparently it's like my blueprint for like ballad gesture like when I go to karaoke and I'm trying to be all like, eh. like this is what I think of and it's burned into my brain from the 90s <laughs> it's so good though you know I've, done, I've, awesome done, I've having done this song in the background I always and so I totally once I found they had this at karaoke my whole plan was like one of these days I'm going to meet some girl at karaoke and I'm going to put this in and I'm just going to be like sing it to her and it's just going to kill sing to me no <laughs> but oh wait here we go Oh, yeah. I don't think uh, he's rapping here. I think he's just talking. No, no, this is just a talk down. But this is the part where it gets all bassy in a second.
0: Oh, there he goes. Yeah. You will be.
1: beautiful. <laughs> Don't worry. I, I, I realize as we're doing this, there's. Next time we'll work out a way to run the audio into the phone so they get the actual yeah, the audio feed.
0: Yeah. Ne- ne- next time, what we'll do is that. And the other thing is that, you know, Gary, you should be able to uh, check this out within at least a week, right? Yeah. Yeah, within at least a week, and you'll be able to hear the podcast. But I have a funny feeling Gary's going to. Uh, I kind of wish Gary was in Manhattan where we are because uh, he could totally come on a podcast. Um Yeah. But he's gonna like live. Uh <laughs> don't. I'm sorry, Gary. Um, shout out to the Carrie Lee Show because he's already provided so many gems for us so far. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna. Uh, My musical taste is shit. You don't want me. That's kind of <laughs> why we would want you. Matt would have many things to say about it. <laughs> um, that all right. was a beautiful song. Yes i love that i kind of
1: want to blast that after we're done
0: with the podcast this
1: next one i don't really have anything specific to say it's just a cool song that i only heard like a few years ago by prince and i have okay i'll tell you now just to to, this is another i guess to give credit i have uh, so this is a report too prince is not on spotify because prince had all kinds of funky (laughs) issues prince didn't believe in the internet he thought it was going to go away he thought it was a fad i remember that um and as such he also was like no streaming blah 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 so i have on my phone people doing
0: covers as well he really hates that i only
1: have two albums on my phone right now from prince i have the gold experience purely for two songs the most beautiful girl in the world and pussy control
0: Pussy control.
1: Pussy control. Wow! I will play it for you. Uh, <laughs> Gary likes the it's pussy a great control. song. It's a really good song. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and and I, I this is going to be re- uh, redundant because I said it to the other guys, but uh, it is surprisingly a very positive message about female sexuality, Probably. which is ironic because it never got played anywhere because it's called Pussy Control. Right. Well, you know, America. He, he is. He is a um, Jehovah's Witness. But let me. Pl- I'm gonna play this other. Who no, believes in well, Pussy me, Control? I'm gonna. I'll play Pussy Control now, since I just talked about it, and then I'll play the other one. It's also just a cool fucking song. And not a super typical Prince song. Like, this is the other thing. There there are... I I realized I was partially wrong about my whole Prince song sound the same thing, because he really, in the 90s, did some different stuff.
0: This does not sound the same as any of the other songs so far. Because it sounds like uh, Trent Reznor's about to
1: start going. He performed this on a VH1, I want to say honors or something like that. Or maybe it's just an award show. Right. But uh, he performed it once live. And and then they like never would run it again. Because it was so like, there was no nudity or anything, but it was like just sexy dancers, you know, just doing like. He said that nobody oh. listened in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gary um, is right. Oh wow, this is a great song. Yeah, he's got this like funky, sexy music.
0: What's that song called?
1: Pussy Control. Pussy Control
0: by Prince. Shout out to our co-host Gary Lee. <laughs> this, this, you know what this reminds me of? My <laughs> my favorite Bowie song. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm afraid of Americans. Oh yeah, yeah, because that that's like this this deep industrial kind of yeah. heavy song. I don't know if that's true, Gary this If you watch some the of the videos That
1: you can jerk off to If you watch some of the videos That's definitely true I do true. like
0: Katy Perry a lot So Even though, yeah This song is awesome Ha ha to the straight
1: Gary says aside from Hansel, so he's talking about how this, this girl's getting harassed by these guys but she don't care she's just gonna study focus on her academics and then she'll get a master's degree and make more money than any of them and then buy them I totally just sing that part Pussy when I listen to the song I, l-
0: I love it when people like announce the
1: next verse, verse yeah. two, bridge, solo. And this is about how she doesn't, she don't mess with broke dudes. We
0: try to include everyone here on Your Music is Bad. Cheers to Gary.
1: Cheers to Gary. And, Ooh. in this verse, he talks about this is some dude trying to be like, yo, you want to sing on my hit, you know? And I was like, I thought that was what Priest did. Like, yeah. met chicks and be like, you want to sing on my hit, baby? I but do- no, he's actually like, no. Because...
0: <laughs> nice. I do think that, you know... um I respect him for his stance on people not doing songs because you know what? It is kind of sad that someone, even though they have to give you credit or, or like ask you to make money off of it, yeah. you could say no. Th- there's a lot of people that can take your song and just screw with it. Yeah. So I, and, and I get that, that. Like, no one wants to screw with your baby. Yeah. And you know, even if I was to play devil's advocate and say that, okay, um, this song is so good, it's <laughs> <laughs> It's so
1: good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I recently <laughs> I saw a thing about that.
0: Uh, did, did I miss something yeah. there? The weirdo? Oh,
1: yeah, well, he never, Prince never let him do anything. It was right.
0: Play. Actually, I listened to uh, a Howard Stern interview about that. Mm. Did you listen recently? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the one where he was like... The one thing I'll say about Howard is that he... Kind of going back to, to Weird Al's parents dying, which was kind of sad. It's like, okay, Howard, you know, I listen to you for the shock factor of how crucially, like, scrutinizing you are to your ho- your, your, your your people that come in, your guests. But, um, oh, God, this song is just so distractingly good.
1: We can put this, we can put this video on YouTube, right? Is there a way to, like, export videos of this thing? I don't YouTube? think Busker is ready for that I know Periscope has a way to do that I think Periscope so we does gotta, but Busker doesn't I know. hopefully they'll, they'll figure it out because
0: um, they, they're going to do it soon that at that some point cool. but the good thing about Busker is that he... oh god the song
1: yeah,
0: yes uh, I think we can save the camera roll and then do it that way oh nice the only thing is I have a dumpy iPhone 5 which I got from my phone 4S last year. God, this song is so good. You have to
1: stop it. It's almost over. Uh, uh, uh. Should we, like, try to, like, arrange this for guitars yeah, and shit and play it at the open only mic? That's
0: what I want to do. I know the
1: lyrics, man. I've I been listening to this song a ton. This one is one of. I've not listening to this one a ton for some reason since he died. I was like, you know what song is great that I don't the listen control. to constantly, but I should? The control.
0: It's like The Antithesis of Pussy Monster by Lil Wayne.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so. Gary, we're listening to Pussy Control. I host an open mic uh, in Upper Manhattan at a place called La Nobody <laughs> ever, I Thank do, you. I don't, and neither does Matt.
1: Maybe do we? No, I did. I just said I know all the lyrics, and he's like, nobody said you didn't. Like nobody thought you didn't know all the lyrics. Well, I also was probably probably noticed me mouthing them the entire Gary, time. Gary, are you uh, are you in Manhattan? But, yeah, but he, at he already least said New York. he isn't. I he think. didn't. Yeah, he said he. I think he, said he did. That. He didn't. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, this is. a We're cool totally s-
0: pumped by uh, having Gary here as a co-host. Next time uh, we're we we're, we're gonna get together and maybe. Uh, oh do nice, California!
1: One oh, that's awesome, I've man. I've never I been I to LA. I I gotta well, get you, out to LA more. Where would
0: you go to? Um. Uh, the guitar. Damn show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Anaheim. But we we had a, we got like to spend a day or two in LA usually if, if we get lucky.
0: Right, you mentioned um, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. Um, Gary, uh, shoot me uh, an email at jamieagneo at gmail.com. It's the same thing. uh, Home of the Beach Boys and Fat People and Tank Toms. You know what? I was raised in the Beach Boys, not the Beatles, and I lived in Liverpool for seven years, so I do get that. Shoot me an email at jamieagneo at gmail.com. J-A-M-I-E-I-G-N-A-O at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. And... um yeah, we got to do some Skype talk about funny shit like this because, Gary, you're
1: hilarious. All right, so this next one I'm going to play is one I don't have anything really to say about. It's just a cool song that I, like I said, only heard like a year or two ago. Yes,
0: please, Gary, send me dick pics because <laughs> I will send <laughs> dick pics. Hey, this to... is uh, Seven. The song's just
1: called Seven? Yep. It's really just the number seven. I don't know what the fuck it's about, but it's cool. <laughs> 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 the no in the whole will I am yours now, and you are mine, and together we love all space and
0: time. So, go to cry. the four. No, nope. no,
1: nope. <laughs> what album is this on? I'm not sure, because... Oh, sorry, I, I didn't I, I didn't finish explaining what albums I have on my phone. I have The Gold Experience, and I have, um, The Hits slash B-Sides. So it's one disc that is all hits, and one disc that is all B-Sides, or, like, less-known songs. Right. So it's a really good blend of, like... Oh, and I... Never mind, I also have Purple Rain, the album, uh, which is full of, of popular... is like, a classic, absolute, like, essential Prince album. Um... Yeah, so I pretty much have all like my favorite Prince songs on here, I think. I don't think I'm missing anything, so that's why I'm like pretty pretty okay. Yeah, I don't know what a lot of al- what the album a lot of the songs are from. Are. I don't know his stuff that well yet. I don't know who these seven are but they stand in the way of love, so I guess we have to smoke them all. Is like, what he smoke said. them all. <laughs> Which is a whole other thing. You're like, wait, smoke them? Then you mean like, like, Cocaine, like smoke, like, like destroy? Crack. Like, we're gonna fucking smoke these fools. Or do you just mean like, we're gonna smoke them? Like, is it seven, like, joints or something? I think like, the, um,
0: we- the ambiguity is intended.
1: I Yeah, yeah. It's weird, because I there's a video for it that I just saw the other day, and like... The video sets up like an actual plot of like seven people they actually have to kill or something. I don't think that's what the real song's about, but yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Although this song does kind of, I don't know. I don't know anything else to say about it, so I'm going to find another, another jam. I'm trying to think what else you might not have heard. You've heard like, Okay, so let me list some, like, super obvious hit Prince songs, and you tell me if you've heard them. Alright? 1999. No? Play it. You don't know 1999? Oh, we're definitely well, listening play, to 1999. Play it and I might know it. Oh, I have a story about this, too. Once he gets into it, I'll, I'll... I'm,
0: I'm. I'm sorry, Gary. I, I probably, I don't think I have heard 1999. Susie, how you doing? This is Matt. I was I
1: this We're listening to Prince. Unfortunately, you can't hear it, but no, no, it's all you can. <laughs> woke up this morning,
0: don't worry, we'll come back on we'll come back on and we'll do uh, other stuff I I
1: was alive Gary
0: in 1999 and I feel bloody terrible or
1: 1985 I think
0: (laughs) I I mean I I was born in 1989
1: so oh yeah so you weren't alive when it was first of all oh okay so my high school class was the class of 99 oh Yes, he is. So, so, I graduated high school in 1999, and I, we needed to come up with, like, a class saying or motto, or, you know, like, you need a, like, theme, whatever, for your graduation. Right. So, it was like, uh, assholes, 1999. He's not He's not a baby. I'm 35, so, uh... It wasn't 1999! That's my point! My fucking class were a bunch of idiots... And here was, he was, I don't remember what we settled on because honestly, it was one of these things where like the entire class would just not agree on anything. Right. And was like, and they were, all the ideas were dumb. I mean, somebody suggested 1999, but it didn't win by a right. long shot. It was, but one of the, this one dude suggested, uh, Master P was really big at the time. Okay. He suggested. Tom Dumper! Yes! Yes! <laughs> so, Master P was really big. He suggested. <laughs> Make him say uh. Okay. Remember the masterpiece song? Make him say uh. Na 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 na. That's I, the entire song. I think. Make him say uh. It was his biggest hit. It was a piece of fucking garbage. <laughs> and on top of that, to be even dumber, this dude. He's saying it's not a. No no no. D- to be even dumber, this dude had them write it like make him say ah uh, like a h h. No, it's uh like a grunt. It's like make him say uh. But no, he was like, make him say, ah. I'm like, is this a dentistry school? Are we graduating from dental school? No, we're graduating from high school. It's 1999. Make it about Prince. You're an idiot. Uh, So luckily that didn't win either. I don't remember what won. Uh, He probably, like, he should have been maybe? I don't know if we had a special class. No scrubs. <laughs> we could have. It might have even been suggested. Actually, it might have been, There might have been some TLC reference at least as an option. I don't remember what one. I don't know if even one. It might have been one of these things where like, like nothing won because like we couldn't agree on anything enough, and so we're just just like, you guys fucking suck. You get no cool saying for you know, your you graduation. Know what I really yeah. bloody hated was the fact that you know I. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, class. I'd, I'd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. dude. So okay Let me Anyhow. continue With the li- That was supposed to be the one That you would definitely know I was like Let me start with the most obvious No 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 no, no. I don't know that Alright let me list some other ones We may have to listen to some hits here. Okay um, you, When Doves Cry You know When Doves Cry Yes You know when, Do you No Really <laughs> <I'll>, It's a <laughs> I great song. song I'll yeah, listen yeah. to it if, you, if you, you, do, you do know it No I don't know
0: Is that an Octavia
1: Probably He used an Octavia a lot <laughs> Bat dance. Bat, uh, no, no. Bat dance. Oh, I thought it was Kiss from a Rose. No, no, no. That's Seal. For uh, the second Batman movie. What? What are you going to teach me, Susie? Probably Prince songs because you keep saying how you don't know all these big hits.
0: Oh, I was racist because I said Seal. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm hella Scottish white. That that's like ignorant. I'm. That I'm <laughs> never racist. Or racist? I'm <laughs> racist instead of racist.
1: <laughs> Bat dance. Okay, so so Prince did like the entire soundtrack for the second, or not the entire right. soundtrack, but parts of the soundtrack you told me about that. The, for one of the Batman movies, oh, and part of it was like, there's all these weird songs that were like about Batman. It was literally one song was called Bat Dance. There is an insane music video that covers, like, all the songs. It's, like, 30 minutes long. Right. And it involves all these people dancing, dressed up as Batman, the Joker, and Vicky Vale. And then uh, Prince himself is dressed, it looks like Two-Face, but it's not. It's half, like, Joker, half Batman. Right. And he calls himself... Or maybe it's half Joker, half Prince. But he calls himself, like, the Gemma. He made up a character to be in the video. And I'm like, but dude, you look like Two-Face. And it just looks like Two-Face. So it's like, that's an actual Batman character. Do you not know actual Batman characters, Prince? Did you just, like, watch this movie, but you've never heard of Batman before? And you're like, uh, I'm just gonna make up a character with, like, two faces. I'm gonna call him the gemini yeah you are right <laughs> As a prince prince could do whatever the hell he bloody wants he is amazing. right but bat dance is still hilarious and not his best work although it's kind, it's got some cool parts it's kind of experimental there's some cool stuff actually Burb. that's true that's true why even make up a whole thing oh yeah so uh if you're just joining us uh we're live podcasting uh, our podcast is called your music is bad and you should feel bad uh previous episodes are available on your music our main topic is Prince currently, uh, which, to be clear, despite the name of the, the podcast, we are uh, fairly positive on Prince. Jamie, surprisingly, is a little unfamiliar with some of his biggest hits. Uh, I enjoy them, and am now making him listen to them and feel bad about not knowing them. So at least you feel bad. You should feel bad. I do feel bad. Yeah, so, so the music's not bad, but you should definitely feel bad. Um, All right, so we're going to talk about the Prince story
0: that I had in the old Sam Ash Uh, Well, Matt's figuring out how to tinker with this stuff. Anyhow, so I met Prince. I was working at the old Sam Ash on 48th Street between uh, 6th and 7th, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Aye. On Music Row. And Audra, you motherfucker. Uh, So I was on 48th Street working at Sam Ash and I was working in the Ibanez Bay, Shreddy Guitars, and I saw a small, tiny person walk by. When that small, tiny person walked by, (laughs) I was like, oh, it's a small, tiny person, nothing to pay attention to. Uh, It was followed by a giant, bloody person that went past, which is terrifying because I'm six foot three. So somebody that's bigger than me is terrifying. So I saw a small, wee person walk by and a big person. And they went into the high end room of the old Sam Ash 48th Street and closed the door. And I went, oh, shit, that's Prince. Went and told our good friend Ira Gerber. Shout out to Ira Gerber. People know Ira Gerber here. That it was Prince. And uh, went inside with him. And my pal said, I'd just like to talk to the man. And we spoke with Prince and Prince shredded. And it was unbelievable. What's up, O-Schwe? Prince.
1: Jeremy, what's up?
0: Then proceeded to leave the store with a guitar in hand without paying for it because
1: because apparently when Prince buys a guitar from you he just gives you his bank account info and then says feel free to contact my bank they have all the money I will take this guitar now and leave and his security it's actually a security guy who basically was like here's the info while Prince leaves with the guitar. Oh, no, wait. And wait, also, wait. wasn't it like a really expensive... It was like a $5,000 guitar or something, too, Yeah, it too, was like right? a $5,000. Yeah, it five was like some, probably some vintage or custom... It was a custom, telly. It was yeah. a
0: telly, and it was a... It was like
1: yeah. $5,000 guitar, and Prince leaves with it and just leaves his bank info. But most notably, his bank is in London, which, when a store is closing in New York... Stuff is usually not open in London. Because in Britain, the time is five hours ahead. So our good friend Dana had to deal with that sale. Shout
0: out to Dana. Shout out to
1: Dana. How
0: you doing, Dana?
1: He's not here, but he could be because he's on Facebook. He might kill us. I'll post later that that we talked about him and he should have watched. So now we're not friends anymore.
0: I, well, but I'm still friends with the captain.
1: Well, I mean, I'm still technically friends with him. He calls me Scotty
0: like, and he goes, Scotty, you uh, yeah. need more power to the engine, Scotty. All right, guys. Well, I think that we're pretty much done with this.
1: Yeah, I think we ran out of steam on the uh, the live streaming, but. Been doing this for a uh, couple of, check quite a few hours. Check out the podcast, yourmusicisbad.com. Yep. Thanks check everyone who joined us for the live stream. Check we out. We will definitely do this again because it, Periscope can suck a dick. Uh, but Facebook live streaming worked pretty well so
0: check out the One True Matt and uh, YMIB
1: YMIB at YMIB podcast on Twitter uh, at the One True Matt on Twitter at Jamie and check out uh, Jamie Agneo
0: on Busker, Periscope and Twitter.